Is it just me, or did the sound of the theme sound completely different? Uh, I would say it sounded the same. It still takes me back to a time when Pluto was still considered a planet. That's really all I have to say about that. Okay. It sounded different. Okay. It was, it's, it sat like the sound quality sounded like it was inside of a test tube. Just like Pluto is nowadays. <laughs> Wait, do you keep your Pluto inside a test tube as well? No, but I, we all know Neil deGrasse Tyson does. Man killed the Yeah. Planet. Anyway. That's why he doesn't want it to be a planet because he wants it all for himself. Yep. He, sh- he shrunk it down. He's got it in a test tube. It's not any. It's not any. It's not a planet anymore because it's mine. <laughs> All right. Hey, I've got the question, Gorb. I'm ready. No, 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 you did the question last time, didn't you? Oh, I thought if I just cut you in line. You'd no, that's not how it works. Get out of here. All no right. cutting. Are you ready for the question? Fine. Yes. <laughs> the question is. What is the least used letter of the alphabet besides X and Z? Q. Okay, you were going to go with Q. That was going to be my guess. I'm going to go uh, <laughs> go a solid Y, but I think Q is going to take it. You're definitely wrong. <laughs> I'm definitely wrong. I don't even think we need to Google it. I'm going to Google it just to be safe. Okay, fine. Let me make oh, sure. No, no, that, uh... um, can I change my guess from Y? Yeah, sure. It's J. That's what I'm going to say. You're going to go with J? I'm going to go with J. You have Q. That's some pretty good... uh, That is, it is. ...waiting music. Do you need more time? Uh, I'm Googling it. Gore, Zorb, you are not gonna believe this. No, no. Q occurs in a random sampling. Four hundred. I mean, five hundred. J and X around four hundred. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, that means I'm right though. Send you the 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 link so you know I'm not lying. Wait. Wait, you said J five hundred, Q four hundred, right? Uh, no, Q's five hundred, J's four hundred. Oh God! Obviously, number one is E. And My then, ego uh, is shattered. <laughs> well, you're lucky. I'm lucky. You guessed first. I was gonna guess Q, but no. It's okay. J. Well, um. Now that I, I've hit my lowest low in my entire life. Just, just sink back lower on that lazy Sunday bed. <laughs> at, at least there's only going up from here. <laughs> okay, Gore, who's going first? You are, my friend. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, what's my prompt? All right, let me get the timer set up. I'm ready. I mean, I'm totally not ready. Uh, all right, twenty-two thirty-three on the clock. Yeah. What prompt is. Tell me a story about the first human to land on Pluto. 
start. Okay, okay. Here we go. It's it's the year three thousand and eight. Okay. And humans have uh have civilized Mars. And, uh, as, in, as in there were people on Mars beforehand or like what do you, uh, you mean terraformed or maybe colonized is the word? Um, no, they civilized Mars. Okay. Be- because Martians do exist. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yes. And, okay. um, you know, like we thought the whole like, colonialism thing was over mm-hmm. but as soon as humans found another planet with things that are slightly weaker than them yeah did not go well yeah now here's what the martians look like yes i want they, a full, full description they they can fit in your palm they're 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 teeny tiny mm-hmm. right and they only live on one part of mars and Which that part? is one part. That's oh, it. oh, okay. But there are there are zillions of them. Which which part is it? If I'm just curious, it's called C- Cable Canyon. Cable Canyon, okay. Cable Canyon, mm-hmm. because it it's not like a traditional canyon. It like kind of looks like a zigzag if you like zoom all the way out. Mm-hmm. You know, like basically, yeah, it's it's the shape of a cable. Okay, that makes and, sense. And uh. The Martians also have that name for their home because they they were able to get TV from the humans. Okay. Oh, so did that help with like the communication when we got there? Or? Yes, they all they all knew English. Did they and quote they, like that '70s show a lot or anything like that? It, you know, there's this movie called Galaxy Quest. <laughs> okay. And it's not like that. They didn't think that it was like real. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they, de- they definitely were entertained and like the pop culture, like, like is part of the zeitgeist for their tiny people. Okay. Now they don't necessarily look like humans though. Okay. You know how sea monkeys, how they, <laughs> they don't they... look like monkeys. <laughs> okay. No, how they, how the sea monkeys looked on like the old, Sea monkeys box, like when they uh, first oh. came out. <laughs> yes, like the cartoon monkeys on the box. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, okay, I'm gonna get into Martian lore a little bit because okay. the, the story's take, not take gonna make time. sense unless you understand. Yeah, go okay. Go for it. Go for it. Human beings throughout from like 1900 up to like 2500 were getting abducted. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that tracks. Yeah. And here's the thing. Because of how Martian technology works, mm-hmm. as they got closer to Earth, they got bigger and their their items got bigger. Okay. So Does like it, Okay. Is it gravity? <laughs> is that what it is? Um yeah. Listen. <laughs> I it, it's part of the reason why they stopped coming, because they didn't oh, like being okay. big. They didn't like being big. It's like too as soon as, as soon as they got big, they were like, I know we're supposed to be researching these humans. 
but they didn't like it, so they would just leave after like one experiment, right? Like was, they didn't it was like very being. uncomfortable. Yeah, that's why the sightings were so weird and infrequent because they'd stay for like, you know, like one I'm abduction. Too big, I gotta go home. <laughs> and they're like, I'm so big, I hate this. <laughs> so then they went back. Okay. But they did abduct people, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know this, the creator of Sea Monkeys, Jazz Hamptons, um, he <laughs> he was abducted by Martians, okay? And that's how he got his idea. Now, common misconception is that people are getting like experimented on in like a torturous way mm-hmm. when they're abducted. The Martians never touched anyone, okay? Mm-hmm. But they they don't breathe air. They they fill their ships with like gel that's like hallucinogenic, right? Now, it's like a viscous. Do they swim? In is the canyon they, filled with gel? Okay, imagine. You know what it feels like when you move your finger around in Jello. <laughs> it, it's that all the time for them. <laughs> Now, if, if if there's ever a jello gap, they have like little cannons that just fill it in, right? Yeah, it's like it's like air conditioning. Jello? Okay, yeah. It's it's exactly like air conditioning. Like when okay. when you're in your house and you feel really hot, you just turn the air down. They mm-hmm. would just they would turn their gel cannons up. And because it makes them uncomfortable if there's empty space. <laughs> yeah, the, okay. the gel helps with the feeling big. Yeah. And that that was part of the problem. When they got so big, there were there was more gaps in their gel. <laughs> and they hated it. <laughs> so uncomfortable. It's like feeling really hot, but worse. <laughs> oh. So, so um Jazz Hamptons, you know. Basically, Martians are tripping 24-7, but they mm-hmm. have a really high tolerance, okay? So, like, they can kind of, like, they can get used to, like, visions and stuff like that because it happens to them all the time. Like, it, it, it's just it's just a regular Thursday, right? Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. But Jazz Hamptons, he goes up in them and he sees the Martians who look exactly like what he would later illustrate on the Sea Monkeys box, and... You know, basically, he saw some of their little robots going around and swimming in the gel. And mm-hmm. that's how he came up with the idea for sea monkeys, which he when he was abducted, he was dropped back off into Salt Lake, Utah. Which is where the sea monkeys come from, if you didn't know. OK, so anyway. is Jess Hammond the real creator of sea monkeys? Because that name totally sounds believable for the dude. Yes. <laughs> uh, duh. Come on, Gorb. We are a nonfiction podcast. So. Jazz Hampton, before before he died, he he had he had a manuscript, right? Mm-hmm. And it basically like he got all this information from the Martians, but people just thought he was absolutely insane, right? But he he was the one who talked to them for the longest out of like <laughs> any other human that was abducted, because he told he told the Martians in their gel to just not move. And they're like, oh, then there won't be any empty space. So then they didn't mind being big. <laughs> so they had like they had like a five, six hour conversation, which to Jazz Hampton felt like 
you know, 60 days because he was tripping hard the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And jet- at a certain point, the, the Martians were like, we hate being big. We have to go. And they dropped him off in Salt Lake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this man is Where do they get the gel? Where does it come from? Um, it's, it's naturally occurring algae mixed mm-hmm. with like a gelatin, right? Mm-hmm. And it all, it, it all comes from Cable Canyon. Okay, that makes sense. And all this information, as well as how to find the Martians and how to survive on Mars, is, was all in the manuscript. Now, in the year like 2028, we find Mr. Congratulations Incorporated. Okay. That is the name of a company that Elon Musk's like great, uh, <clears throat> great grandson would found, but you heard me right, 2028, right. right? So what happened was, is basically this, this great grandson, mm-hmm. super genius, right? Mm-hmm. At like the age of nine, <clears throat> mm-hmm. was able to find the manuscript. Now, Gorb, do you know how he found the manuscript? Uh, package of sea monkeys. <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> if you didn't know this, <clears throat> on the sea monkeys box, when you unwrap the label and you fold it in a certain way, and then you take a dollar bill and you fold that in a certain way and you hold them next to each other, it gives the exact coordinates of where the manuscript was buried. I swear you know where the... showed me that in sixth grade and it's just right. I know, right? Yep. I tried to show you. <laughs> there was there was definitely someone who knew that. <laughs> and do you know where the manuscript was buried, Gorb? I'm going to guess Salt Lake. <laughs> you were very right. <laughs> but at the very bottom, right? Because towards the end of his life, Jazz Hamptons was like, one of those rich guys who goes into a scuba phase. <laughs> As all rich men do. <laughs> exactly. He, him and James Cameron go way back. Yeah, I mean, scuba, it's the, uh, it's the golf of the uber wealthy. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Congratulations Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the great grandson, he, he disowned his own name. And he decided to name himself Mr. Congratulations because he knew he was going to do big, important things. And he really loved Post Malone. So he was like, I'm Mr. Congratulations. Like so what the does song. this have to do with 2028? Like, he, so he, that, he, this all happened in 2028, but he's his great grandson, Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon that. Musk, if you didn't know, has, has many children who are already in their twenties. Anyway, but that doesn't it, it still doesn't track. <laughs> okay, I'm getting to it, Gorm. All right, all right. Mister Congratulations was part of a secret experiment. Mm-hmm. Okay, in in rapid growth technology, much like the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> okay, but real. He he is an adult man, but he is eight years old. Okay, take Wait. a minute to process that. 
Okay. Now, okay. Mr. Congratulations does not look like a normal human because <clears throat> at one point, someone was squishing one of those smiley stress balls above his tank and it fell in and it became his head. Okay. So he has a giant squishy smiley ball for a head. Anyway. Okay. Mr. I'm really eager to see how this ties into humans landing on Pluto. Don't you worry, Gorb. Okay. Mr. Congratulations finds the manuscript from Jazz Jazz Hamptons. Mm-hmm. And he's able yeah. he's able to, you know, the public doesn't know he exists. Mm-hmm. But with this information, he is able to create an engine that can make it to Mars in like two days, right? Using he, using a teeny tiny Martian sea monkey technology is that is that pretty much okay? Then, the uh, the naturally occurring algae and gelatin can both be found on Earth. Oh, yes. Where and that's that's what the Martians used for basically all of their fuel and everything else. And it helps now, if you get too hot or big too. You know exactly. Just- and listen. Humans hated getting big too. Do humans we'll get, get small when they go to Mars? Does it work in reverse? We'll get there. <laughs> so, Mr. Congratulations basically works up this formula. And once you have one little bit of this, it naturally duplicates and it doesn't stop. Right? Yeah. So, this became a huge problem. Because Mr. Congratulations Incorporated kept having to just like shoot it out into outer space. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they, they couldn't get it under control. Mm-hmm. But then they found out that they could use it for any type of fuel. So basically all of humankind around 2028 had endless energy to fuel anything. Okay. Now, if you know humans, which I know Gorb, you do, mm-hmm. this was, both good and a complete disaster because, you know, basically multiple different types of economies crashed mm-hmm. like gasoline, God cars, like nobody wanted to use them anymore because they cost money. Like mm-hmm. all you needed was some of this allerg- a- a- allergies. <laughs> People are allergic to it too, which created well, yeah, a huge it's problem. hallucinogenic too, right? <laughs> is that, is that only if you People have started though? going crazy. Is that only if you have the allergy or is it? <laughs> Listen, that's why it causes hallucinations because it, no matter what type of being you are, you're just allergic to it and that makes you hallucinate. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But anyway, this is a lot of lore going into what is yeah, most You've important. got seven minutes and uh, 30 seconds left. <laughs> Mr. Congratulations basically set up a colony on Mars, right? Mm-hmm. He was getting people there so fast that it was basically like a speed run version of like when Europe colonized the new world. Mm-hmm. Humans did not shrink when they got to Mars. Goodness. And let's just say that the, the zillions of Martians were decimated, right? Totally decimated. Did we like now, did some, we find them right away when we got there, or did we colonize everything else and then finally stumble on Cable Canyon? Like, how did that? Randy Randy Babbles 
oh, stepped on them by accident. And that was like most of them. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. There are so many statues that commemorate like how much people hate Randy Battle. Yeah. Okay. But the statues because, like, are so small they keep getting stepped on. It's, it's a tragedy. Anyway, continue. Okay, Randy Babbles. He he was he was uh, he was eaten alive from the inside. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> By Martians, the Renegade Martians. Okay. The rebel groups. Now, yeah. the, the Renegade Martians went underground. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they they like being so small, they were able. They basically constantly sabotage different human developments on Mars. That, that makes sense. Yeah. But. Several hundred years passed, mm-hmm. and Martians were able to find find a way to cope with being big. <laughs> and there, there are many that became human size. And you know, human population on Mars almost near like five billion at this point. Mm-hmm. Martian population on Mars, like maybe you know, like six hundred million, like much, mm-hmm. much less. Is there still and on Earth, or is that just like a, a burnt? Earth house? is just a giant ball of gel. <laughs> so it got out of control. Mister Congratulations had a huge problem. People still live there, but they are driven so hard. <laughs> they, okay. they don't even know they're in the gel. Exactly. They, I mean, it's edible, so like they survive, and they, you know, they basically eat and poop. Does the rest of the, gel. the solar system colonies just dump their extra gel on Earth at this point? Exactly. It's like a trash ground. And that's, that's where, that's where trashy, trashy Joe came from. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was born and raised on Earth and moved to Mars when he was, you know, 348, which is young. The, yeah. The gel, it helps preserve, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, <laughs> I know I said the year 2,800 or something, or 3,008, I believe it was. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. And Trashy Joe decides that he's going to do what's called the slap de whoop. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's where you, that's where you make an entire vehicle out of gel and you try and just go as far as you can in our solar system before mm-hmm. you just burn out, but you live stream it. Okay. Glad to and see live streaming hasn't faded out of favor. Twitch is huge. It's, it's so much, so much bigger now with all the trippy jail everywhere. So he, he does, he's like one of the top slappy whoopers. Okay. Yeah. And he's, he's made it to Jupiter before. That's and good. he, he, he slappy whoops, but he, he's going for the record. Okay. And he's going and he's going and he's going and he makes it all the way out to Pluto. Now, wouldn't you know on Pluto? Do you know? Do you know what's there, Gorb? Ice, ice, gel, gel, no. Jazzy Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, sea monkeys. Like different than the Martians? Like separately evolved, or the Martians? No, like the ones in Salt Lake. Like the OG, the actual sea monkeys. The OG actual sea monkeys. Okay. okay. All right. How much time do I have? You have two minutes and fifty-eight seconds. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Trashy Joe, he lands there. Mm-hmm. 
And the sea monkeys, they basically, now I said that humans don't shrink, but they do when they get to Pluto. Pluto. Okay. It's just, okay. So he's still, he's still live streaming his shoop de whoop. Did the camera but shrink too, or was it the, just- the feed cuts out as soon as he lands because the sea monkeys are there and they are they are royalty, okay? Mm-hmm. And they say we've been watching your cable, <laughs> and um, we just love your live stream of your shoop de whoop, but we have to tell you a secret. And he's like, okay, uh, let's go. And he, they bring him down into their temples, the mm-hmm. temples of the sea monkeys. And they, they go down into the depths of, of the sea monkey temple. And deep in that cavern, there is the evidence of the beginning of life in the Milky Way galaxy. Was it sea monkeys? The first beings. Launched from Pluto were sea monkeys, and they landed on Earth. Mm-hmm. So, if you really think about it, the first ever human on Pluto was a sea monkey. I know I have extra time, but that's all I've got. <laughs> you got a minute left. Finish it out. How does the story of Trashy Joe? Epilogue. Tell me what happens to Trashy Joe. Trashy Joe spent the rest of his days eating gel because that's what he loved. He was sent Born back to, to Mars. And Mr. Uh, Congratulations, who's still alive, um, welcomed him back with open arms. And then they found technology to rebirth. What was his name? Randy Savage. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They brought back Randy Savage. And they ate him out from the inside again. <laughs> Pretty good epilogue. All right. Let's, uh, let's broccoli this one. Oh, okay. boy. Plutonium. Plut- you ready? You ready for your prompt, Gorb? Yeah, give it to me. Your prompt is to tell us the real you story. Ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, just, my prompt. Um. Well, you know. Um. I definitely. Yeah. Uh. My timer. Okay, yep, my timer's been there the whole time. Um, You ready for your prompt, Gore? Yes, tell me. Your prompt is to tell me the real origin story of life cereal. Life cereal. That's correct. All right. Life cereal. Life cereal. It's, It's... It's quite tasteless. A cereal so nice you have to say it twice. We should mark, we should leave, we should, we should market that. Anyway, the story of of life cereal. There's multiple different moving pieces to this story. It's a chess game. Yeah, it's a chess game and it's, it's quite complex. I mean, yes. 
you know, I, I wrote that book about it. And uh, yeah, that's why I was like, I know who's an expert on this. Yep. Bestseller, you know, it topped <laughs> the Amazon, uh, the, the, the ebook charts. Yep. It was called, called, called Life Serial. A tale. Is that, is that the Glabulon Amazon? Uh, actually it was very popular on Pluto. Fun fact. The scene uh, of the is, uh, Yeah, they, they, they eat that shit up. It was a lot of text and not too many diagrams. They, they really don't like the diagrams. Shapes yeah. are very hard for them. Um, <laughs> but yes, anyway, the title of my book that I was getting to was yeah. Life Serial, a story of time travel, intrigue, murder. Yep. Oh gosh. And wheat. Now, <laughs> as I said, there's, but there's, there's like, like on the, t- on the cover, it's like all those things. And then there's an ellipsis that's like really long. And then it says Ed Wheat. Yeah, well, yeah. So I wanted to do like, you know, like one of those triangle sort of, you know, a lot of arrows on the cover, but yeah, it really hurt my sales with the sea monkeys on Pluto. They really, they just can't handle shapes. They can't do it. They can't do they it. They don't like them. It's it's too much. <laughs> yeah, they're great at reading though. I mean, they can read like no reading. Other. Yes, but show them a show them a square and yeah. Fun fact: If you didn't know, they love reading so much and hate shapes so much that uh, they're actually like the biggest purchaser in the solar system of those Kindle Unlimited subscriptions, mainly because they don't like actual physical books because it's a shape, whereas they can you know just read on a screen. It's too. Isn't the screen a rectangle? Um, it's, it's like, uh, it kind of floats around in the gel. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Any anyway, origins of the gel. Let me go back to the, the, what was it? Five main points to the story of life serial. Um, time travel was one. Time travel. Yeah. Intrigue. Intrigue, murder, and wheat. That's four, four things. Yeah, I think it's a square. I don't think I did. I mention a fifth one. If so, it can be left out. You know, we're gonna edit the title. That other one doesn't matter. Yeah. So we we've got four things. We need it's to in the footnotes. In the footnotes. Murder, time travel, intrigue, wheat. But not necessarily in that order. Not necessarily in that order. No. It's an ellipsis. Remember, it's ellipsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circles, continuous. <laughs> Actually, that's the fifth thing. The fifth thing is circles. That's. <laughs> What if you? What if you never told the story? So to, go ahead, to, go ahead, Gorb. To recap, the five things that contribute to the story of life serial, the 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 origin story. Yeah. Murder, time travel, circles, wheat, and intrigue. Not in that order. Wait, is circles the fifth? Thing? That's the fifth thing I forgot oh about. Oh my so god! Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's really the most thing because there's a lot of ellipses on there. Yeah, actually, that's the sixth thing: ellipses. Wait, but we but wasn't wasn't the correct order: time travel, intrigue, murder, ellipses, wheat, circles. The circles aren't the ellipses. Ellipses and circles are different. Circles, you know, you go 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 back to trade. You, we got it. Yeah, I think they're different. I think they're different. <laughs> okay. Anyway, ellipses is the sixth thing, and we can leave it out because the math it takes a lot of diagrams in the scene. Uh, like that. Anyway, I don't like that. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get moving. 
First one we're going to cover, and again, not in any specific order. Yeah. Wheat. Yeah. So, we all know that the first creatures to bring complex life to Earth were sea monkeys from Pluto. And they, you know, shot their sea monkey seed onto the planet via a comet, which then evolved into all the complex forms. That's quite a taboo way of putting it, but okay. I mean, that's that's how they do it, you know. It's true. Actually, I'm, I'm not a sea monkey. What do I know? I can read shapes. Anyway, um... They can. They just don't like them. Have you ever hung out with one? It seems like I always knew you were a species as Gorm. Seems like they can't, but they don't want to admit it because then everybody would make fun of them for it. But oh. anyway, that's not that their their wheat are not essential to the plot of life. Yeah, series. not yeah. important. Yes, but everything's a circle. Remember, so yeah. the sea monkeys, you know, they came evolved. Humans came about. Yeah. And around, like, I don't know, maybe like 12,000 years ago, you know, we started to, uh, as a species, figure out some stuff about agriculture. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we used, uh, we used wheat for a lot of that. Wheat's, like, really <laughs> easy to grow. Um, so that's how wheat came to that, be, that's right? That's your Gorm? first, that's your first, uh, point on the circle of the wheat. None yeah. of life cereal could happen without wheat. And the, That's uh, very true. The Neolithic agricultural revolution. So, and thank you for summarizing like twelve chapters. Yeah, that 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 was the first half of the book. It was the most. That's like that Cliff Notes. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the most shapes heavy chapter. That's why I had to get it out of the way first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the sea monkeys skipped that one anyway. Yeah, but now we can focus on the other four: time travel, murder, intrigue, and circles. Which one would yes. you like me to focus on? Next, uh, door. <laughs> this is a choose your own adventure. <laughs> Everything's a circle in, in this story, so you pick one. I also, you... I'm intrigued because life cereal is shaped like squares, so I'm intrigued by the circle. So I would like for that to be next. I'd like circles next. Okay, circles is one of the most popular chapters of the book. Yeah, and the, the even story- though it's a shape, and that that goes to show how really great that chapter. Yeah. So what I do in the in, in the text is I kind of describe what a circle is without ever showing it. Ah, you know, gotcha. Just leave that on the cover. Um, but the Kindle version doesn't have it on the cover. It's just straight text. <laughs> they sure don't mind just- hearing about shapes. They just don't like looking at them. Yeah, they don't like looking at them. Yeah, they can understand their their verbal intelligence is very high. Their shape intelligence not so much. Um, so yeah, circles. Let me touch on these circles. Aspect. Yeah. First aspect of the circles is that we're going to jump to the year from our Neolithic revolution to 1546. In, on Earth? Yeah, on Earth, yeah. 1546 in the Austro-Hungarian Empire, which I'm... Pretty sure it didn't exist then, but everything's a circle in life. So yeah, that, that life. explains it. The circle of life cereal, as I would say. Yeah. Um, so in this, in this, you know, in the Austrian region in 1546, there was a man called Johann Bergerson. Now, Johann Bergerson, he's not really appreciated for the groundbreaking work he's done for science today. Um, yeah, because most of that work 
had to do with abstract theory, circle theories, which yes. were completely nonsensical. And you didn't really, you know, I mean, Newton gets his calculus, you know, hooray <laughs> and Leibniz. But let me tell you, Johan Bergerson, light years ahead. I mean, they they modeled the hamburger after him. They really did. That's why it's a circular patty. Yep. So that happened in 1546. He wrote this massive theorem um, about. Was it was it disproven? No, it was actually. Well, it was kind of just left to the side, right? Uh, so he was like one of those people where, like, at his time, he was considered at his time, insane. He was unappreciated. Yeah. What's, what's really important about like this Copernicus, is, like Copernicus, I, yeah. So <laughs> Bergeson wrote this, you know, two hundred eighty volume treatise on the power of shapes and circles and whatnot. Yeah. Mostly circles and ellipses, but circles were the bigger piece. That's why ellipses can be a footnote. Um, yeah. And in twenty twenty. Nine. Mm. There's a PBS Nova documentary about him, but like a yeah. lot of scientists, you know, whatever. It, not not a lot of people were watching PBS Nova at the time. Like it really, yeah. everybody was streaming. Underappreciated. It was. It's always been underappreciated. Great, great, great public broadcasting. Um, humans didn't really care for it, but no. eventually those signals did reach Pluto. Yes. But there is a massive population of hyper-intelligent creatures which very much dislike shapes. <laughs> That's where circles comes in. Yep. Pick one of the, picks one of the, uh, the other two. What do we got? We got time travel. <laughs> at the end of the story, at the end of the story, the last <laughs> five minutes, I'm going to tie all the pieces together. Uh, okay. Yeah, time travel, murder, and intrigue. I need intrigue, Gorb. I need intrigue. All right, intrigue. In the 1980s, there's a man named... That Boris. is a time of intrigue. It, it was Cold War at the peak. Yep. Boris Yakusenshov was his name. Yep. We're just going to call him Boris for short. Good old Bori. Yep. And he was a Soviet spy. Ah. And he was working... Undercover in a lab at Kellogg in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Why would a Soviet spy be interested into how these Americans make their heavily wheat-based cereal? Well, we know the history of Kellogg's. We do, yeah. Well, the reason Boris was so interested in it was because there was word had gotten to Gorbachev, the the Americans were planning to lace the cereal with a gelatin. Uh, he didn't know anything about this kind of gelatin. He thought, and he said there was this whole, you know, panic. Like, is it, are they going to poison people, mind control, all that stuff? And Boris went to America, worked in the Kellogg factory. He discovered that at the time, Americans just really fucking love jello. They put everything in jello. Like, they love it. Dogs, you know, like like shit that should never be. They'll near put Jello in Jello. They'll put Jello in Jello, and they were going to put it on the cereal. Luckily, that idea got voted down by the board. And as much as that intrigue piece is necessary to set up the plot, long the story gel. short, yeah, Boris was on the Jello team. They all got laid off because of the terrible. Yeah, it would get soggy. <laughs> Spying right? goes out the window when you're canned. Yeah. <laughs> when you're broke, you can't spy. So he went down on like a cross country, I gotta find myself trip. 
and ended up in my... I'm not a spy anymore. I need to find myself before I can... What are the secrets inside me before I can find the secrets of others? <laughs> so, yeah, he took the Pan-American Highway and ended up down in Machu Picchu. All right. Yeah. There you got uh, murder and time travel. Which one do you want next? Uh, next, I think I need murder. Okay, murder. Murder. Now, this is where the story gets a little interesting. So It's dicey. It's dicey. Remember how, remember wheat, right? I do. That thing Who could that, forget it? Yeah, I mean, it's in everything, you know, especially life cereal. Remember, yeah. remember, um, remember the sea monkeys and how they got that I, circle broadcast on Nova? Yes. Now, earlier in your, your historically accurate tale, you alluded to how by the year 2300, Earth was completely covered in that sort of jelly-like substance. That's correct. So the sea monkeys, when they got that Nova broadcasts on their gelatin screens, let me tell you, they were not happy. Not oh. at all. No. Clearly upset. Clearly upset. And because, you know, they knew where Earth was, and, you know, they, they, you know, they tried turning off the radio waves and like turning them all off, but they really loved, um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air 2.0. They did like a revamp and like the late like audiobook. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was the audiobook. There's not a lot of shapes in it. Um, <laughs> the fresher Prince of yeah, Bel Air. Yeah. Much less shapes than the 90s version. Um, yeah. So they didn't want to shut down the, the radio station. So. To resolve well, wave, waves aren't shapes, so I assume they don't mind radio waves. Yeah, but just like they were getting the broadcast, but then in between this Nova documentary would come on and they'd all lose their shit. <laughs> so to, to cut to the chase here, um, they sent an operative down. It was a sea monkey, but you know, it's disguised as a human. Well, they, when they come to Earth, they grow. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you knew <laughs> that, but. <laughs> They hate it, but if it's your job, you do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. It's uncomfortable, but you know. Um, so yeah, it disguised as a human. Um, they killed a guy who worked at like a bank to steal his skin, but that's not really important. It's one of the murders. Well, you gotta do a skin slip. What what else are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. They murdered the exec of a fox at the time. Yeah. Which was a big (laughs) thing because it was unsolved, you know. Yeah. A lot of of mystery around. Good old Rupert Murdoch. Mm hmm. Yep, and uh yeah, so they, that that was the murder. They murdered the head of Fox. So there's only one left, and I'm I'm about to. I'm Wait, about to, what did the operative do? Uh To murder the head of Fox? No, well, yes. Uh Basically, you know, sea monkeys like they and can like slurp. squeeze through doors really easily because they're like, yep. a, you know, arthropods. They're slippery. Yeah, the slipper, yeah. It was all the gel, all the time in the gel. So yeah, he just like popped in and then Murdoch at this age, he was like upper nineties. What was he gonna do? Plop yeah, him when they got back on a on a gel ship back to Pluto. <laughs> and and what did he do with with that power, or do we have to find out in the time travel section? Well, this is where it's all gonna tie together. We have the last okay. thing, right? Of the just to recap, time check. <laughs> Six minutes. Just to recap, there are five aspects to the origin story of Life Serial. In yes. chronological order, they are wheat, circles, uh, intrigue, <laughs> intrigue, murder, 
and time travel. Time travel. Which is because it's a circle. It's at the both the beginning and the end. And the end. Oh, mm. so if only they could understand shapes. Anyway. I know, right? <laughs> we're going to fast forward. so dumb. <laughs> it's Earth. This is after the Rupert, Rupert Murdoch murders, right? Yeah. Murdoch had like a, a, a close friend who had a son and, you know, very close. It was a family friend. And the kid was fascinated with the, uh, the murder story. Cause it was, a, it was a big mystery. It was like the Lindbergh maybe, right? But <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. Give me a second. Um, yep, completely yep. unsolved. Police couldn't find any clues. The type of gun that was used, they had never seen before. So this kid, his name is a uh, Kyler Benson. Yep. And Kyler. Good old KB. KB. He grew up to be a very, very advanced theoretical physicist. Genius. Brilliant beyond measure. Yep. And his main idea was sort of uh, time travel, right? That was his thing. Yeah. He wanted to see if it could work. And him and another man named Greg Gray <laughs> was the second man's name. It's Greg. 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 Yeah. It's, it's like a Ricky Bobby thing. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except the names are different. Well, not in Greg. Greg did not. It's a circle. Is, is the that second Greg have two G's at the end? No, uh, the the middle the middle Greg does though. It's Greg. Wait, Greg there are three. Hard, yeah, it's, so it's Greg, 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 but the middle Greg has a hard G. Um, <laughs> on which end? <laughs> Actually, it's on both. It's GG Greg GG in the middle. Um, Greg, Greg, Greg. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, Kyler Benson, Greg Gregg, they build the first working time machine. Yep. Now, Greg Gregg, being a man of science as he is, he's like, I feel like we should do a test run. And Kyler Benson's like, that sounds like a good idea. And Greg Gregg's like, how far do you want to go back? Um, and Kyler's like, eh, I guess we could go back like a minute and see if that works. Yeah. Greg, Greg was more like, I feel like we got to test to make sure that it like won't run out of power halfway through. How about we go back 400 million years <laughs> around the time of the Cambrian explosion? I've always wanted to see the Cambrian, Cambrian period. And, uh, yep. Tyler, who was like, he was eating a lot of gel at the time. Like he was, yep. Obsession. He was like, fine. At least we'll make sure we have so much power. So they plug in the year coordinates. 400 million years. Time check. Three minutes. Three minutes. Kyler Benson and Greg Greg, Greg Greg Greg, if you want the formal name, they, uh, they hopped in the time travel capsule. Yep. They pressed the button. It was blinking. Numbers are going down. And, uh, Greg has a thought just before it kicks on. Wait, doesn't the Earth orbit? And then boom. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you've ever thought about time travel, but they were hoping to go back to the same exact place they were. They didn't really spend any location. The Earth orbits, it spins around. Uh, So does the sun. They didn't include that in their math. Yeah, they didn't really think about it. So they wound up 400 million years ago millions of astronomical units from Earth, right? Or at least millions of miles. So they come to, after the time machine, obviously gasping for air, right? They're freaking out. Yep. Right? And what they see 
when they come to, they can finally start to breathe, although it's very viscous where they are. It's it's very thick, you know, almost if it, like you were swimming around in jello all the time. Um, <laughs> almost, yeah. Almost like it. With a more of a hallucinatory effect. Um, <laughs> come to. One minute and 30 seconds. And they see what seems to be a bunch of sea monkeys everywhere. Yep. Like, and it's very cold. And they start, you know, screaming and blubbering, like, help me, where am I? Is this Earth? Like, I guess there were sea monkeys on Earth back then. And then they look out at the sky and they see the sun. It's just a little prune prick. And Greg yep. goes, oh, fuck, we forgot to put, we got to, we forgot to factor for orbit. Um, <laughs> so 400 million years ago, Greg and Kyler Benson, with no way to get back because their time machine is millions of year, uh, light years from them now on Earth, right? It's very far away. Yep. And no spaceship. They taught the sea monkeys, right? Ah. Uh. They taught them English, language, math, technology. Greg always had a hatred for triangles. Um, and that sort of passed down the generational lines yep. to the uh, sea monkeys. And after Greg and Kyler Benson died, Sea monkeys die really quick, multiple generations. Um, yeah. The sea monkeys, in a way to honor them, they sent a package of sea monkeys to Earth to try and create a civilization. And all of that revolves around life cereal. Because you know what Greg had in his pocket when he wound up on Pluto? Life cereal. And they love that shit. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Is it still going? Remix. <laughs> Bye. Bye.